Welcome to So Sorry for Your Loss, a podcast about grief and loss and the laughter and growth that you can have along the way. I'm your host, Gianna Demedio. Hello, I am so excited to finally have found some time to sit down and do another podcast episode. The last one was with my husband. We sat down and talked about the wedding and how that was a really great way to get through our emotions of grief. But right after that big milestone in our life, we went right on to the next one and we just recently moved. We only moved within the building, which I think we tell ourselves it's not gonna be that bad. We're only going a few floors down. But no, moving is moving. Moving is a bitch. When you have to pack up every little thing that you own and put it into a box, it not only is very tedious and very time consuming, but man, does it stir up emotions. Okay, so this is exhausting in its own right. And now we're going to tie in emotions. And now we're going to dig into things that my grandmother got me and look at memories of me and my dad or find cards from other people that I've lost along my life. And it's just, oh my goodness. But in that time, I found some really great tips and tricks that I can recommend to you when it does come time for you to either move or you just wanna decide that you wanna tackle some big organization project, your closet, your basement, your garage, whatever it is, you know how therapeutic organization can be. So I definitely highly recommend people do it often. Um, So here are some tips and tricks for you to tackle it in the best, most positive way that you can without it wrecking absolute havoc on your emotions. But before I get into that, I want to tell you a quick story of what happened to me while I was going through the packing. One of the first areas that I hit was my closet. And I had a really massive closet, I will say. It was honestly the size of my very first bedroom when I lived out on my own in the city. It was huge. And that was great, but also a problem because I filled it with stuff. And I had these boxes and canvas storage bins sitting at the bottom of the closet for years that were filled with things from my dad and from my grandmother from right after their passing. And since I had had that space to keep it there and it kind of stayed out of the way, I didn't feel this pressing need to go through it and organize and and get it out of the way. So it sat there for a really long time. And that, it was kind of like a bell curve. At first it was a little bit of a problem, but then it kind of went away. And I was like, oh, it's fine there. It's not hurting anybody. But then that started to spike up again. And that anxiety really started to get to me that I know it's been years and this stuff is still sitting here. I haven't gone through it. I'm going to have to at some point, and I'm gonna have to confront those feelings and just these items of my family members. What is it gonna make me feel like? Am I gonna be sad? Am I gonna be happy? Is it gonna be good memories, bad memories, whatever the case may be? So on uh, a Sunday a couple weeks ago, I said, I have no plans until later tonight. I wanna take this time. I wanna get this done. I wanna get in there and tackle all of these things from the loved ones that I've lost. and. I mean, if saying goodbye to somebody that you lost is a big issue, saying goodbye to their inanimate objects that they owned or that have been left to you 
is also a huge deal. I, I don't think that that gets enough credit. I remember in a grief group a couple years ago, I met somebody who said she and her husband went through a really hard time. They decided that they wanted to pack up everything that they owned. They wanted to throw away pretty much half of it and take a very small portion of it with them and backpack across the country. And I think my jaw hit the floor in that moment because I looked at her and was like, what do you mean? So what happened to all of your dad's things? You just threw them out? And she was like, yeah, you know, they're just material items. That's what I've come to learn. And this was very soon after my dad passed away. And that sounded like a complete horror movie to me to have to get rid of my dad's things. Um, I'm still kind of in that phase. I, I, I really haven't thrown away anything of his. And this is what you'll hear in this story. There's a lot of things that have like no functional meaning whatsoever, but I just know that he gave it to me. So I hold on to it. But it's it's a really therapeutic exercise to be able to go through the the items from somebody else. And if you are able to let go of them, you know, it's a little bit of a step in your grief to say that you're you're getting better, you're healing, you're able to separate with some of these inanimate objects. This Sunday after that Sunday afternoon, I started going through all of these things. Um, one whole bag was a collection of items of my grandmother's from her room at the nursing home. And I remember right after she passed away going through it and thinking to myself that no, that there's no way I'm throwing any of this out. I have to keep all of this. This was my mom's stuff. And I mean, some of it had, but she may not have even know that she owned these things, like literally a ruler. Okay, Gianna, like the ruler can go. But I felt so strongly that it was hers and she owned it and she had once held it and I needed to keep it. This is how crazy this shit gets dead serious. So now since time had passed and I was able to go in and look at this bag of things, it was like I was seeing it with fresh eyes and I could go through it with a whole different mindset and say, okay, this has no emotional value. This, there's no sentimental value to these certain things. I mean, there were like notepads that she had. There were, it was, it was the little poster that they that they announced her when she had moved into the building. I mean, it's so adorable. It was her picture, her favorite cookies, her favorite movies, all this stuff that was so cute. But those are things that I know. I don't need this little poster to be a reminder of that. And it's, what, what am I really gonna do with this? So I, I threw it out and I threw out a lot of things from her bag. Some of it I said, okay, maybe other family members would want this, but the rest of this, like this is not an indication of my relationship with my grandmother, whether I keep this or not. And I think I was able to prove that to myself over the last year and a half that I still have her memory so strong deep within me. I don't need this bag of Lord knows what was <laughs> in the rest of that bag. So I was able to get rid of that. And then I moved on to another, there was this giant storage bin I had of things that I was accumulating right around the time of my dad's passing. So this was, this is, these were not even items of my dad's, but because they reminded me of the month that he passed, there had been many times that I attempted to get in there and to go through them and I just couldn't. Um, there was like some things from my friend's bridal shower and I just remembered feeling 
so lost and so deeply, deeply devastated. This the the shower was probably a month after his passing, and I like just seeing the, the this wrapping paper brought it all to the surface again. So it was really difficult, but it was also a really good like measurement to be able to say. Yeah, I remember feeling that way. I remember this point in time when I used this wrapping paper and how just even the act of wrapping a gift was like a monumental task for me because my brain and my being was just so completely obliterated. So to be able to say like, okay, this is where I am now in my life and I've I've come so far from that point was really interesting and was definitely something that I didn't expect out of doing this whole organization of my closet. But I did stumble upon a card that my father had given me for Christmas. And um, on the inside, he wrote that his 2017 resolution was to spend more time with me because, quote, I truly do miss you. And I... I don't know that I remembered reading that before. And I think I looked at it kind of like F you universe. Like seriously, he is finally making this new year's resolution to make me more of a priority in his life and spend more time with me. And you took him from me. So needless to say, I broke out into tears, (laughs) extreme heavy heaving on the closet floor, puddle of tears beneath me, screaming, crying, and I hear footsteps and Mark, my husband comes running in, just kind of grabs me and, and, you know, starts consoling me but also simultaneously starts like packing everything up and was like, okay, you're done for the day. This is enough. I knew this was going to happen. Enough, enough emotions, enough getting into this for for one day. And through my tears, I just kind of yelled back at him. And I was like, no, I need to push through this. Like, it's going to hurt me today. It's going to hurt me if I do it in two years. It's going to hurt me if I do it in 20 years. Like this stuff needs to be organized it needs to be put in its place so that i can put this card in a special spot and if i feel that i want to feel close to my dad or i i need to tap into those really sad emotions i know where to go instead of stumbling upon it in my closet one day at a very inopportune time so i did i i pushed through it i finished what i needed to do and man was it an emotional, emotional experience, but it felt good as hell getting it done. Uh, From there, Mark and I went to a spin class. I got out those emotions, whatever I had left in me, and I felt good. I felt really accomplished. I felt really productive. I felt even more so, I felt that I was able to assess my grief 
based on how I responded to some of the, the things that I found or or even just my, my way of, you know, I, I hit the ground when I saw the card, but I was able to bounce back up. And that that isn't something that I could say was true over the last couple of years. So even to be able to assess that was, was a really big stepping stone and, and a really big accomplishment. Overall, I felt like I had a really great experience. Like I said in the beginning, there were some things that I, I really attributed to this being a success. So now that I've told you my story of how that day went for me, let's transition into what you can do to have a very successful day when you need to be organizing some things from those that you've lost. All right, tip number one, music. I am the type of person that likes to have music on in the background at all times. There are some fantastic playlists that are already pre-populated in Spotify. They have these moods playlists. I mean, you can go in, whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever kind of energy you want to put out, they have it already done for you. Get some type of music on. Get something that's going to motivate you. Get something that is going to put you in, you know, a little bounce in your step that's going to get you kind of bop into the music. And sometimes it's even good to just get some emotions and thoughts out of your head. And if you're just singing your favorite songs, um, one playlist I will say that maybe you should shy away from is the playlist that I made on my blog. It's called the 11 songs to cry to. (laughs) It's a great playlist. I highly recommend it, but probably just not for a day that you're going to go through the things of your loved ones that are no longer with you. So number two, make sure that you have someone nearby. I was lucky that my husband was home that day. I actually specifically waited for a day that he would be there because I know that it can be really difficult going through some of these items sometimes. And if I needed a minute and I I just wanted to take a break and just sit with him and just be sad, I know that he's there. But also sometimes it's really cool just to show off some of the things that you find. So if you have a friend, you say, hey, like just come over, hang out. I'm gonna be organizing, like just sit on your computer, do whatever kind of work it is that you need to do. And you find that special little memory that you you wanna like share it with the world. They're, your friend is right there. You can share it with them already. Similarly, you can even say to yourself, hey, I'm gonna share this experience on social media. Put something up, say that you're going through all your things and you're, you're gonna share the gems along the way that you find. Um, it's probably pretty cool the amount of uh, comments that you'll get or likes or people that can relate to some of the things that, that you're posting. So definitely share the experience, whether it's somebody that is right there with you or whether you're doing it virtually online i also think it's a really great way to keep you accountable so that if you all of a sudden stop and you just start scrolling instagram you know your person can kind of say to you hey uh what are you doing get back to it number three give yourself some time when you're going to do this and this was one of the things that was really difficult for me because gosh finding like a solid half hour where i have nothing to do is really few and far between i mean i think i had one in 1995 maybe 2008 and then like another one in a week from now and then that's it again until 2020 that's seriously how time goes (laughs) make sure you give yourself a solid amount of time to do this you do not want to feel rushed this is already going to be something that can provoke some anxious feelings and if you are sitting there watching the clock the entire time knowing that you have to be somewhere you have to get ready you have to do something 
that is just not going to make it any better. So make sure you give yourself an ample amount of time. You can take your time. If you stop on something and you want to say, oh my gosh, remember this, this picture that I just found, I want to share it with some family members, or I want to think about all the memories, or I want to run out right now and get a frame because I need to frame this. I, I, I totally forgot that I have this. I want to make this something special to have in my, in my place now. You're only going to put more pressure on yourself if you give yourself a very small window to take on such a daunting task. With that said, we'll move into number four, tackle as much as you possibly can, but don't expect to get it all done at one time. It is perfectly fine to create a for another day pile. So that is, you know, you're still organizing, you're still siphoning things off, but putting it in another pile to say, you know what, these are just some emotions that I can't get into today, or this is a pile of stuff. I don't exactly know what I want to do with it. I'm not 100% ready to separate with this and throw it out or donate it or give it away. But I, I'm also not going to put it in a spot and file it away. Like I need to, to take some time and think about what I want to do with these items from my loved one or just memories, whatever it is. So if you use this create another day pile, then really do that. Come back to it another day and that pile will be so much smaller than what you originally started with. So it will be a way less time intensive task. And finally, tip number five that I have for you is plan some type of activity to release energy and emotions after you go through all of these things, after you do this organization. That is what I did. I went to a spin class after and I cannot tell you how perfect it was. It was just like the cherry on top of this productivity to spin my ass off, get these that all that energy out, all the good, the bad, the ugly, but also to just feel super accomplished again. You just tackled a huge task. You went through the items belonging to your loved one. You went through a pile full of memories. Some of them you may have put in the another day pile and that is totally fine. But you accomplished a huge thing on your to-do list. Then you went and got some great exercise from the energy and from the momentum that you had from that. So really encourage you to do something like that. I found it extremely, extremely helpful. So thanks for listening to today's episode. I really hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. What are some of the things that you held on to for the longest time before you could get rid of it? What are some of the things that you still hold on to? Hey, I'll share one right now. I have a pair of shoes that my dad got me that I remember the day like it was yesterday. We bought them in Stone Harbor, New Jersey, and they are a pair of gold Sperry's. They're like snakeskin. And he thought they were the ugliest freaking things he ever saw. And literally was like, I cannot believe I'm buying these for you. Like, please don't wear these when you're with me. These are so embarrassing. (laughs) But they're really cute, really adorable shoes. I just haven't worn them in probably three years, but they are sitting at the top of my closet. I'm never gonna throw them away because I remember that that moment with my dad so fondly. So tell me those stories. I want to hear them from you. What are some of the items that you have? Or tell me about a time that you organized and you got through some things and that you felt really accomplished and really productive. Connect with me as always on social media or through the blog, whatever you find is best. Let me hear it. 
and thanks so much again for tuning in.